This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. We had a day of being sad. That is officially over. Mickey Joseph takes to the podium. Are the Huskers back? Well, we're not entirely sure. Only time will tell. But the boys are back in town for what it's worth. We're going to be hosting Oklahoma here in just a few days. You're listening to On the Block. My name is Nate Brennan. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA veteran, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. That's the Sarder Heyman text line. Also, the Honda of Lincoln hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on the Sarder Heyman video stream. If you head over to YouTube, we hit our goal of 1,500 subscribers. We're not done yet. We're on our way to 2,000 now. So if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a shout-out. Go ahead and give us a like and a subscribe as well. And as always, On the Block is sponsored by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, 27th and Pine Lake. You have not had soul food if you haven't had Mary Ellen's. Uh, Just going to give them an additional shout-out because we were over there last week and it was absolutely delicious. I'm going to tell you right now, the wings and it is probably, again, that that's it's a bold thing to say, but those were legitimately one of the best wings I've ever had. I mean, you life. can get them sauced they up or you can get them dry so rub, and it's still good. good. Yeah. And pulled yeah. pork. Uh, we had some brisket as well. I know some of the guys grabbed some catfish. Uh, the potato salad was fantastic. Mac and cheese. I promise you, you guys head over to Mary Ellen's. Tell them that myself and Strick sent you. Charles and his staff, I promise you guys, they will not disappoint. Again, 27th and Pine Lake. Go ahead and head over if you're on your way home from work. You're getting off a little bit early, treat yourself. Grab some Mary Ellen's. Again, you're listening to On the Block 93.7, the ticket. Uh, we've been talking about it all day. Mickey Joseph, he took to the podium. Uh, we're just going to give some of our thoughts. we got to get Brian Munson on here in a little bit. We're also going to get into some NFL talk. Um, week one of football is officially over. We're going to do some buy or sell with the NFL. Uh, but first, I just kind of want to address Mickey Joseph. He took the podium today, said there's going to be some changes, uh, particularly in practice. Um, and, yeah, the change of the date. So, right. And, yeah, and, from Sunday. I mean, well, from Monday to Sunday is their days off now. Right. And, and it looks like they're going to be hitting a little bit more in practice. Yeah, more I, I don't know how to interpret that because I don't know how the, the former coaching staff was doing tackling-wise. I know that that was a big discussion. I know Jay will talk about that on Old School quite a bit because he grew up in the era that you're hitting basically mm-hmm. every day in practice. But uh, times have changed a little bit. Uh, the, the other big thing that, that really stuck out to me, Strick, is that um, – it had been mentioned that maybe Nebraska has a bit of a losing culture, and that's something that needs to change. And Mickey made it yeah, one very of the clear. Players said that, yeah. And Mickey made it very clear it's not a losing culture. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know how to interpret that because it's certainly not a winning culture. But he made it sound like players show up to practice, they show up ready to play. This team wants to win. Yeah. So I don't think it's one of those. Okay, we're not going to care. We're going to stop showing up, and we're just going to get blown out every week. This team genuinely wants to show up for the state of Nebraska and wants to show up for this program. Um, 
I, I feel better with the direction of the program after hearing Mickey Joseph speak. I think there's still a lot of work to be done. But w- when we talk about Nebraska, the next head coach, if Mickey Joseph goes 500 this season, I think the job's his. And, and I hate speculating and I hate saying what ifs. Um, and this is entirely my opinion. I'm not, I'm not saying this is a fact. I just think that if Mickey Joseph can find a way to turn this around, because he's saying all the right things, but you know who else said all the right things? Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's one of those things. You got to put your money where your mouth is. I don't know. I, I, so far, I like what I see. I'm going to speak to you about the contrast of winning and losing culture. Okay. <clears throat> Coming into my first year after leaving the University of Nebraska, going to Dallas, making the team, you had three of some of the great players of that time. That was before you had the big threes. You had three of them that were sitting on one team and in Dallas, and it was Jason Kidd, it was Jamal Mashburn, and it was Jimmy Jackson. Those three were on the same team. And what was most disappointing is you looked around the room and you saw all of that talent. You saw all of the, 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 the working pieces that came off the bench, and then you saw all of that talent in the leadership roles. Things kind of usurped it. There was allegedly some situations between Tony Braxton and Jimmy and, and them fighting. Uh, there, was, there was talk of, you know, um, Jamal's mad because Jimmy's getting too many balls and he wants to – you had all the types of things that you have in most big, big three situations right. when you're dealing with that type of element. Right. The problem was it's not even that. It was after games when we're on elevators – I'm getting on the elevator with those guys, and I'm listening to them talk about, well, what are we going to do tonight? Where are we going tomorrow? Man, nothing about the game and about getting their head beat in just this last game, and you lose all them games. You go in like 16 and 40 or 20 and 50 or something, right? Nothing about that. That's losing culture. It wasn't turned around until Don Nelson came. And the way that he handled us as a group and made you feel. So a coach, right. a change, a shift, something like that can somehow, some way change the dynamic. The second half of that season, the first half of that season, we were we were very bad. The second half of that season after Don Nelson comes on. So he on, took over midway through midway the season. Midway through the season. Okay. I come back to the team. We bring in a whole group of new people. And in the second half of that year, we end up with the best record tied with the Los Angeles Lakers. That's what changing of a new voice, a new, a new just strategy, a new idea, a new thought can do to a team. I'm not here to say that that's going to happen with Nebraska, but I am here to say that those are the possibilities that can happen. Right. Uh, Texter says you like the direction of the program. Mickey's been the head coach for two and a half days. Get a grip, man. Listen, I'm not saying the direction of the program. Like none of us no, are no, saying no, 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 that. no, 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 no. What we're saying is, given the circumstances, like this is about as disastrous as you can ask for for a college football program. You need to realize the weight of what happened. You're three games into a season, 
and your head coach that won two national championships as a player is fired for a $15 million buyout. Like It's very, very difficult to positively skew right. what has happened. Right. And all I'm saying is after hearing Mickey Joseph talk, I'm a little bit more confident in where it was when that decision was made. Is Mickey Joseph the guy? I don't know. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we don't know. And I think he has he has every opportunity to prove that he can be that guy. But this is a disastrous situation. Like I think it's right for the program. I think that the timing had to the, happen. The timing it, it it all had to happen. But yeah. this isn't like a happy thing. No, this isn't. Let's be excited for Nebraska football. You can be excited no. that there's someone new in charge, but like. This isn't something that anyone wanted to happen. Yeah. Everyone wanted it to work out with Scott Frost. Unfortunately, it didn't really work out that way. You have another guy stepping in, and and we'll see what happens. But to say that it's in a better spot than it was two days ago? No, we don't know that. I don't know. I mean, I, I would sure hope so. <laughs> listening, listening to the conference, though, you can tell even still at this particular point, there are some adjustments that are being made. One, you got changes of the time on which they're the off days and their practice. Right. You talked about we are going to hit more, which insinuates or you can imply that that was not going on before. There talk about accountability at a whole nother level than what we found um, or heard before. And so just even on that, if they could just make those minor adjustments, he talked about gap defenses that basically he noticed. So the question was asked of him basically talking about in an interview of how, um, you know, can an offensive-minded guy, he basically alluded to his his brother, you know, playing offense in college and going and playing defensive back, and he talked about the help. That's some of the things you didn't right. hear from the Frost right. situation. He's he's listening. He's taking in. He's willing to talk to Coach Osborne every week. He wants to hear different perspectives. And, the, and, and it says, I've read, that in the multitude of councils, someone can become wise. So if you're gathering wisdom and you're not the only eye in the whole place, or the only thought in the whole place, and you're willing to take in and partake in the in the in the listening in the growth of where it is and where it can be and what it needs to be done. Because right, right. you're not the only eye that can ultimately right. see all that. You're right. willing to take that all in. I think that's positive. So we're not saying whoever that was all on the line, is okay, all is good. <laughs> yeah. all, but no, you, no, no, can, no, no, no. you can basically imply that there are moves even within that structs, in that construct of that moment right. of time, things are happening. And more than anything, too, is I don't know if Mickey Joseph is the guy. I certainly hope so. But from what we saw during the Frost tenure, like, we needed a new leader. And I don't know who that guy is going to be, and I don't know if he's going to be able to turn around immediately, but something needed to change. Mm-hmm. Something. And it sounds like even if his changes are completely far off and they're going to go horribly, at least there is some type of change. I mean, for crying out loud, obviously what you've been doing hasn't worked. So Facts. will it work out? I have no idea. I wish I could tell you that. Nebraska would finish the season undefeated and go to the Rose Bowl. But we don't know. Like Some type of change is good. And the schedule is ripe. We can talk about that, too, when we come back. We'll talk about that. Stay with us. On the block, 93.7 The Ticket.